This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. We've called you a TikTok news commentator, Zetu Kwala. Hello, welcome back. Hey, how are you? Are you happy with that title? I, I am. I like it a lot. Oh, good. I'm getting more professional by the episode. <laughs> oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, my favorite TikTok since we last spoke, and because I can relate as a mom, you were saying something on your TikTok, and as we all do, an F-bomb slipped out. Oh, my goodness. Remember? And then, Legend uh, has yes. it. I'm still trying to wipe her memory. <laughs> It's so funny. It happens all the time. And it just goes to show, I mean, they pick up absolutely everything as we speak. And so it is so important to be up to date with the news and, and you know, be uh, aware of what's going on to give them also an idea of what's happening. But this story is quite harrowing. Should we start with the SANDF soldiers um, who were killed in the DRC, Zeta? Yeah. So we have some soldiers in December last year, 2,900 to be exact, mm. that were sent over to the DRC by Cyril Ramaphosa, which is costing us about 2 billion rand. And one of the bases was attacked recently, which resulted in a few injuries and about three of those um, soldiers tragically passed away. Mm. So that's a, that's a very sad one because Every time we deploy the army somewhere, you're playing an assistant role. You understand the implications of being in the army, but it becomes very sad when one of our own obviously passes away. There are a lot of mixed reactions about it online, you know, how Twitter is. It's a very toxic place. People are asking, why are we there in the first place? Not fully understanding the situation that's there, that allyship that's necessary between African countries as well. Yeah, and I mean, our president says South Africa isn't an island. So, so that allyship, absolutely important. But, but what is the biggest issue? Is it about the funding? Is it about the lives being lost? It's more about the funding, you mm. know, because uh, taxpayers are asking, where's this money coming from? Mm. Because there are a lot of economic difficulties that we face in South Africa, a lot of unemployment, a lot of corruption. So adding what feels to the public as an unnecessary bill is more what's triggering people at this time. Mm, How very interesting, because that bill being paid to send our legal contingent to the uh, international criminal courts, you know, also was, was very much under fire, but so important to not only lend our hand, lend our voice, but try to shift the needle in a lot of public poli- uh, global politics. Zetu? Absolutely. I think we stood up for one group of people very visibly yeah. in recent months. Yeah. Um, and it's also important that we also hold Africans to the same high regard. Mm. Sometimes the needs of Africans are more on a physical action point versus being able to stand up and be verbal. There's so much that's been going on in the DRC. It's an incredibly challenging and devastating time mm. over there as well. It's on a level that's just as extreme as what's happening in Gaza, Mm. but people aren't viewing it the same. You know, it's almost like this internalized colonialism in a lot of ways, where it's like, okay, we can stand up, pay, and fight for people internationally, but within our own continent, we need to be a little more reserved. Mm. We need to spend less. 
when we should be able to take care of our own continent and support each other, especially given the history that we all share in very varying forms. Yeah. Let's move on to the story that I don't know if it's made um, headlines as loudly as other stories have, but what's going on with the president of Hungary? The president of Hungary. So she's implicated at the moment. Uh, She's now the former president of Hungary, by the way. Um, She pardoned quite a number of prisoners last year. And one of the prisoners that she had pardoned was a man who was convicted of sexual abuse charges. He was in charge of a children's home and took advantage of these kids. Now, the president, who was also the minister of families, funny enough, she ended up pardoning this prisoner among many others. And there have been thousands of people who have taken to the streets calling for her to immediately resign. And that is what she recently did. She also offered an apology and she acknowledged that she made a mistake. But when it comes to things like children abuse, convicted criminals of acts like that, there is no making a mistake. It sends a very clear message on either where you stand personally. Um, I don't think that this could have been an oversight. I don't know how you would just glaze over the fact that a criminal was convicted for child abuse. So there are a lot of people who who don't want leaders like that, who aren't going to protect children, um, who let criminals of this nature roam freely. Because once you pardon someone, you can't reverse that decision. So it's really upset a lot of people that once again, someone who has not served their full prison sentence has basically been pardoned and released. You know, it's not like serving your time and then you have your criminal record that shadows you. Uh, Depending on various legal um, standpoints in different countries, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how it is with Hungary, but if you're pardoned of your crime, it's no longer in your criminal record. So it's almost like this person may get to continue living, you know, in society. A clean slate, completely. That's awful. It is, especially as a mom, you know, that's absolutely awful. awful. It's a huge blow, I think, to any parents out there within that country specifically. But also coming from a woman, it Mm. feels a bit a bit more painful. I didn't want to add that layer, but of course it is there, right? I I didn't either mm. because of the whole caring and nurturing aspect Mm. that women tend to have more naturally versus men. Uh, you would think something like this wouldn't happen. But what I'm thinking watch. is, you know, the president, yes, will, may have the final um, signatory power over decisions like this, but panels exist, commissions mm. exist, conversations, meetings, investigations. And so you're telling me a, a long line of trained and, you know, professional public officials just thought, yeah, no, no, this is fine. This, this Yeah, it shows okay. a huge systematic problem yeah. with the people that were around her because it's not her decision to make alone. Yeah. 
So it's it's incredibly sad all around. What a story. I cannot believe it. Okay, so the EFF um, is in two of our top stories today. Um, we spoke about the immigration policies, uh, kind of EFF sticking to its guns, so to speak, about that and what implications that may have um, on the electorate coming up in the 2024 elections. I mean, are people going to, are people going to vote for the EFF? What are your thoughts? I think people are going to vote for the EFF. I think their position on helping the poor and the working class is quite clear. I think what the EFF is really having a hard time kind of establishing with their fan base and supporters is them understanding that an open border policy doesn't mean that jobs are being taken away from you. So there's a lot of education that needs to be had. I don't think that it's going to deter any of their votes that they would have essentially gotten. Um, I'm very keen to see what their manifesto will say, Mm. because things like that tend to dive deeper to help us understand Mm. versus just um, an overview or bullet points. But I think that they're going to maintain the support that they have. They support the communities that they're in. They're a voice for the voiceless. So in terms of their core fan base, I don't think they would have lost anyone. Um, And I think the youth of today are more open-minded in terms of what open borders Mm -hmm. mean. Mm -hmm. You know, we are another country that is, I'll use Gaza again as an example, Mm -hmm. that's championing freedom. And that's always encouraging for people who are displaced to find a home. So I think in a lot of ways, there is that understanding that people don't leave their countries because they want to. They leave their countries because it's a last resort for survival. Mm So, yeah. Yeah, I, do. I don't. I don't personally believe that they're going to lose out on the votes, but I think they're going to need to be a bit more clear about it, exactly. so that more people understand where exactly they stand and what they mean. But they're really fortunate because so many people in the public sphere, in the limelight, support the EFF, including certain members of our national soccer team. Zetu, yes. Uh, so a certain Bafana Bafana player has come under fire for praising Julius Malema. I <laughs> particularly don't mind when public figures state their opinions, mm. but I think because of the recent win, all eyes on Bafana and expressing your opinion over someone very controversial versus an actual political party is where he may have gone wrong. Um, we've seen it over and over again, how politics and sports just doesn't mix at Mm. all. But where do we draw the line on personal freedom of speech, as an example? Because people do want to use, let's say, their platforms to voice out their beliefs or what they think should happen. You know, we're also in an election year, so maybe they had the personal view that, hey, if I speak about the party or the leader that I'm leaning towards, it might encourage the people that follow me and support my career to then go and vote for that specific political party. But it is a big freedom of speech question. Um, It's also something that could be misunderstood, I think. I think the average person typically finds Julius Malema entertaining, whether that entertainment Mm -hmm. makes you angry or it makes you laugh. So there are a lot of ways in which it could have been taken the wrong way. Also, Julius was right there. You know, sometimes people get nervous and hype someone up by accident. Do you think that Anything could have happened? Pos- it, could, it could have. It's possible. Um, also, this is a very young man. 
there a lot of you know athletes don't get things like a luxury of media training um of understanding you know what could and couldn't backfire on them so it could have just been a moment of a slip up for them but again it's where where do we who do we give the freedom to have the freedom of speech becomes the bigger question well let me tell you i had a caller on air yesterday who said that he was hurt that Bafana Bafana did that. And, okay, it's not Bafana Bafana, but it was one member. He was hurt. He felt oh, wow. betrayed that that was done to him by... Personally. Yes. Um, and and it's, it's that idea of this is our national team. We support our national team. And as soon as you put something then in the way that maybe I'm an ANC supporter and now you are taking away from me as, you know, the person who supports you, yeah. that you are an EFF supporter, it is incredible. So, yeah, I think it'll always be split. Okay, Oza, have you got that piece of audio for me? Ain't Texas, ain't no hold'em. Lay our cards down, 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 down. So pack your Lexus and throw your keys up. Stick around, round, 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 round. And I'll be damned if I can't slow dance with you. Come throw some sugar on me, honey, too. It's a real live boogie and a real live hold down. Don't be a bitch. What? This is Beyonce. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Beyonce has entered the realm of R&B country music. And I think we're all living for it right now. Like living for it. She went all the way back to her southern roots. Mm. She has put away the sparkly cowboy hat. The real cowboy hat is on. Mm. She has blown us away. Mm. Okay, so this is very interesting because people, obviously, you know, we study what Beyonce does like we're doing a PhD, okay? So she's come up with Renaissance and then that was about reclaiming house music and dance music as a black genre, as a genre that black people were very instrumental in creating. And so people are saying that this is what's happening in this album, um, uh, you know, with country music, Zetu. Absolutely. There are so many black country singers, actually, who um, are renowned, who are celebrated within the U.S. specifically. And the origins of, like, you know, country music comes from blues music. Mm -hmm. It comes from the South, you know, um, and a lot of situations within the world. You know, there's certain genres that did originate with black people and then were popularized by other cultures. So there's a huge debate at the moment, because it's like, who does country music belong to? Mm. Because there haven't been any black voices particularly championing it on a very big scale. Mm. I think this is more of a U.S. problem than a rest of the world kind of discussion. Because white people, country music is the only genre they have um, in their award ceremonies where it's so exclusively geared towards one group of people that... I think a lot of people are trying to fight back and push back so that they can limit kind of maybe any kind of infiltration surge that could occur. <laughs> and you must also um, think about the fact that, you know, a lot of country music in America is consumed by the markets that live kind of like 
what's considered like the Bible belt and the yes. blue collar belt. Yes. So it's a lot of people who aren't particularly open to democracy and, and you know, integration of cultures. So it's really upset, I think, those communities the most. But I feel like a lot of the world has embraced it. Yeah. How absolutely fascinating. Uh, I'm just going to throw this in here as well because I know you did a video about it. What do you think of Kanye West's new album? I think it's all over the place, but mm. I don't think that it is bad. Mm. Um, it's hard for me to actually form an official opinion on it. I really, just like I said in my video, I feel like this man was in his farm in Wyoming and wasn't seeing anyone for a long time, was making beats, and then just had the sudden urge to put it out. I mean, the fact that it came out on Apple Music before mm. Spotify just shows that it was a last-minute decision to mm. upload this instead of having been planned ahead so that it's open, it's out on stores worldwide, everywhere at the same time. Um, it's an interesting pivot. It's really cool that, you know, we finally get a song with Northwest. Sure. I think a lot of people have been looking forward to that. It's very experimental. It's interesting that it has a Tate Dollar Sign, like mm. as in a collaborative album. Yes. Uh, the artwork is also very interesting, but as he's been saying all all week, he can post his wife wherever, whenever he mm. wants to. So it's a, it's an interesting one. It's unexpected. Um, currently, it's been taken down from stores, by the way. Yes. I saw a post that he put out yesterday saying it's been taken down, but there were so many complaints of copyright infringement, uncleared samples, and things like that. So I think as it started to reach every corner of the world. People were just trying to stop it because various parts of it hadn't been signed off by the parties he should have approached in the first place. It feels like Kanye chaos is what it, it does. feels like. It also feels like engineered chaos. You know, yeah. He didn't have to take the entire album off of streaming services. He could have just selected the songs to remove. But now you can buy his album from his website. So in a lot of ways... Was this always the plan? But you see, Kanye is a genius. He is. <laughs> he really he really is. Hate him or love him. Yeah, Kanye, he really is. Kanye knows what he's doing. Zeta, how do we follow you? You can follow me on Instagram or TikTok. And that is at Z-E-T-H-U-G-Q-O-L-A on both platforms. Always wonderful to spend some time with you. Thank you, Zetu. Thank you. I love it here. Enjoy yes, your weekend. Wonderful. You too. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.